0: Lady Ballers, Puma just released the latest Future 1.4, and they are our new favorite boots. Inspired by Neymar Jr., the new Futures combine the second-generation Fusion Fit Plus technology and the all-new Advanced Creator Zones, so you can create without constraint. Puma made no compromises while building the Future 1.4 women's fit, so you don't have to either while playing in it. Its signature adaptive fit is so enhanced by product features engineered for the women's foot, such as reduced volume and lower instep, giving you a snug, supportive fit. And what we really love about the boots is the Advanced Creator Zones enhanced ball and control and the dynamic motion system outsole enables unpredictable change in pace and direction i mean every shoe should come in a women's version our feet are different right click the link in the description of this podcast to get yours today we promise you're gonna love them hey guys
1: hi how are y'all
0: we're good how are you
1: good good I think I met you guys like my rookie year of Sky Blue. (laughs) Oh my gosh, throwback. (laughs) Yeah, because Nikki would always talk about you.
0: (laughs) Oh, Goody? Yeah, that was when you guys were like playing at Rutgers, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, we went
1: to yeah, totally guys teams. are still so successful in doing this. It's incredible. Thank
0: you. You as well. I mean, so now where are you right now? You're at the hotel?
1: I'm in Mexico, yeah. Yeah. Are hotel a- room. We don't really get out of the hotel too much outside yeah. of things yeah. and trainings and stuff. But at least it's like nice here. Um, we've got some mountains in the background and it could be worse. Hotels are nice. It's a good room. There you go.
0: <laughs> um, so how ha- like what are you thinking for tonight? Like What's the game plan? Give us the mm. idea.
1: <laughs> when will this be? Uh, this, well, this, this won't air for a few weeks, actually. Yeah. Um, let's see, what can I share? Um, no, I were excited after the first two games to have two wins. Yeah. Um, I think we showed really well against Jamaica. And the great thing was we were able to rotate the squad a bit. So we're definitely more rested than the other teams. We have way more depth than the other teams. So today, we want to get a win against Mexico. Um, Even though they've lost their first two matches, I don't think it'll be easy just being on home soil. And they're fighting for a World Cup bid. They have to beat us. So they're going to be desperate. And I'm excited. I think it'll be a good match.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, we can't wait to see it. How How do you feel like this experience has been so far? What's this roster like? Tell us what you're feeling right now about everything.
1: Yeah, it's been great for me personally. It's the first tournament roster I've made. So before I've just been in domestic camps or um, international friendlies, and those are pretty quick. You know, you're in, you're out, you train like all day and and do your best to prepare for those matches. But this has been a little different rhythm. We've got a lot of matches in a short amount of time. So um, it's not like we're spending all day on the training field now. It's more competition mode, um, watching a lot of video, but, um, yeah, it's great to, to make the squad. And I think things are starting to feel more real and get, um, stakes are just getting higher. They're being raised as we get closer to the world cup. So it's a lot of fun to be around, um, this team, the best in the world and watch how everyone prepares and competes when it really counts. I was
2: gonna say, do you ever just stop and have a moment? You're like, I'm so proud of myself. Seriously, it's like, funny you,
1: you say that, that because smile, I, smile. Do, yeah, I do have to remind myself that like little Aubrey would be so proud of me <laughs> because now that you're here, like you know, some of the shine kind of wears off. Like I remember my first camp; I was just like in awe of everything. <laughs> you know, probably shouldn't have been that way because I felt like. An outsider but now like I know I belong here I, I know I'm good enough to be on this team um but at the same time like it's an honor a privilege every time I get to put on the jersey and I don't want to forget that I don't want to take that for granted and I think we do a great job on this team of, of recognizing that like you really never know when your first or last camp could be so um trying to enjoy every opportunity that i have and like you said like yeah it's pretty great like i'm living out my journey
0: that's so cool and it must be really cool to have players from the spirit there as well like you guys have a lot how many players yeah. are there seven there's
1: seven of us yeah
0: that's wild. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's the joke like there' were we're the united spirits Yeah,
0: <laughs> i love that what do you think sets like spirit players apart is there something game-wise or mentality-wise? Is there anything that translates over?
1: Yeah, well, after everything we went through off the field with some of our coach and ownership drama last year, I think we just had this, like, we'll show the world kind of mentality. Like, everything was going against us, but we're like, screw it, we're going to win it all. Um, Obviously struggled a little bit this year. And, you know, there's a number of reasons why that, could be, but I think we just need to get back to, you know, figuring out what our identity is when there isn't all that adversity against us, like playing for us, for the team. And, um, we have so much talent, like, yeah, I'm, I love being a part of the spirit, uh, because trainings, everything is, is so competitive, but it's now, how can we get the most of our talent and how can that translate to wins? Like, I almost think that it takes someone to piss us off now to, like, really start playing. (laughs) We've been a bit of a second-half team this year, so we're trying to figure out how can we put together 90-minute performances. Um, I think it'll help once we just get back and have some new confidence. We're all learning a lot in this environment, and we'll have some rest between games. It was a pretty crazy schedule in the beginning, especially going to the final of the Challenge Cup. Uh, We had a lot of injuries and it was just a tough stretch for us.
3: What have you um, learned from other keepers like on the national team or just in general right now? Like, are you like, you know, seeing what they're doing the most successful keepers and really taking notes on what, how it can help you improve your game?
1: Yeah. um, I try to take a little bit from everyone, whether that be a coach Teammate, um, yeah, fellow goalkeepers. It's a unique position though, because everyone is so different. So what I do well in my game, the way I play, is very different from Casey Murphy or Alyssa Nair, like just the positions we take up, um, our styles, things like that. So it's not always translatable. especially like I don't I like to watch the men's game, but I don't try to take too much of that because Like they're all like 6'4". So they just stick out an arm and they don't have to move their feet. Um, (laughs) So I can't really take that much. Um, But I love watching all the NWCL games. I've been watching the women's Euros and now Copa America um, women's tournament is going on. So there's so much women's soccer and I love it. Um, But I've learned a lot just from Alyssa, from being in this environment for so long like it's tough <laughs> it's a grind and um you can't you know get too high or or down on yourself because you just got to stay present um our sessions are really long so that was something to adapt to like two and a half hours later like you're still expected to be 100 and locked into every play um but yeah i have i have a lot of respect for Alyssa casey We've got a great environment here and our trainings are definitely very competitive and intense.
2: Sounds like a really long amount of time to be slamming yourself on the ground. <laughs> I don't, honestly,
1: I don't know how you do Yeah, that. it's, That's yeah nice. I'm grateful for some off days now that we're in, like I said, tournament time and things have slowed down a bit. But I'll tell you what, keepers do not get off days. <laughs> Aren't you a keeper, right? Or you were? We're Alana here. always gets confused as a keeper. Because oh,
3: I'm sorry. She, she was that's always that. the keeper in like all of our videos. Well,
2: that's good. <laughs> oh, you yeah. You're yeah, speaking right, it. Right. So. That, I lied really well. Yeah, no, not a not an ounce of keepers. Yeah. <laughs> we have like a whole nother page of
1: goalkeeper problems. Like no. the amount oh, of times yeah. I look over and the team is playing handball and I'm just like, like exhausted, heaving, and it's just like, why don't we get to have fun?
3: (laughs) (laughs) I know it's gotta be so hard, all the diving and stuff, but (laughs) I did want to just touch on what you had said earlier. Like you really talked about how everyone you play to your own strengths. Like you have different strengths than the other keepers. And I think that's just like a nice reminder that you may not be the same as other positions or other people on your team. And that's a good thing because you can yeah. play to your own strengths. And it's, it's bringing that awareness to to you and, and understanding what you are really good at, and how you're different and unique and what you bring to the table. It's like a nice reminder to celebrate yourself yeah. that way.
1: Yeah, I mean, for sure for everyone, like so often we get caught comparing ourselves to other people. But I really think we're like our own biggest critic and biggest competition. If we can kind of just celebrate ourselves and be proud of what we can do and work on our weaknesses of course but at the same time like you can't do it all
0: <laughs> what do exactly you, how would you describe your style of keeper
1: um I think I'm pretty quick pretty athletic um and I'm trying more and more to be better with my feet especially with the spirit we use me a lot back there so um yeah Good with my feet quick. I don't play as high as like Casey would because she's like I said so tall. So she can play a little further off her goal. But I'll kind of sit back. Um I like to kind of let the game come and then once I can like affect a play, you know, I'll be out there, I'll be out quick, try to cut their angle down, things like that. But um yeah I'm trying to be more attacking minded, um work on my attacking transition, things like that. But I definitely think I've got, you know, my speed and my footwork going for me.
0: We've never, we've talked to so many goalies. We've never talked about height, but that makes so much sense. <laughs> I've never thought about that. It's, it's so- true.
1: Yeah. I, I used to train with my brother and he's six, four. And when you just look at the goal, mm-hmm. I'm shooting on him. Like there's nowhere to score especially
3: when they're closing you down and getting bigger it's like it's literally insane Mm -hmm. yeah
1: so yeah you can definitely play differently you can be higher up because you don't have to worry about balls going over your head um yeah Yeah. how
3: do you think that you got so good technically with your feet like how important is that for goalkeepers
1: oh hugely important like I didn't use my left foot until like my second year as a pro (laughs) just because the game has changed so much. And it was literally a kickstand in college, you know, like back when we played, you only passed it back to the keeper for them to just boot it as far as they could. There was no possession. Um, and even thinking back, isn't it so weird that now you can play goal kicks inside the box? Like it's just crazy how the game has changed. Um, but it's taken a ton, a ton of repetition. Um, I went overseas to Denmark in 2015 and I had a great um, like individual coach. Her name is Carrie and I would do double days pretty much every day. And I would just work on my feet, like get hundreds and hundreds of touches. Um, And I'll still do that with the spirit when I can, like early in the week, stay in the afternoon or come early. I always come early. I always stay late. It's just it's a lot, a lot of repetition. Still working on it. Yeah,
3: it's it really is so important when you think about it. Like you, players can use you at any moment. And yeah, yeah, I think anyone listening who's a goalkeeper, like don't forget that part of your game.
1: Oh, for sure. Any kids I coach, I make them do equal reps left and right foot because it's just, it's so crucial. And a lot of goalkeeper training is just with your hands. But if you look at the game, You know, I'm touch it nine times for every with my feet for every one time I do with my hands. So you really kind of have to emphasize your trainings to be like what you see in the matches.
0: Mm -hmm. true.
2: You talked a lot about your physical training that you have had. But over the years, is there like uh, maybe I would say who is the most impactful person, whether it's a coach or a parent or a teammate who's affected your mental side of goalkeeping?
1: Mentally, I would have to say my goalkeeper coach, Ian McCaldon he was with the Spirit for about two years and he's now with Everton women. So um, sad to see him move on, but he was the one who really got me into the mental side of the game. Um, people don't really talk about that, but if you think about the position, like you're just standing there back with your thoughts for, you know could be 89 minutes and then you're called on for like one big play and you have to kind of you know save the game so he really taught me a lot about um just kind of the power of self belief and he had this this unwavering belief in me which just that i would that i was the best in the world and that i would be on the national team and hearing those things then i started to believe them um so that really really affected my mental game, um, and just staying focused, staying present for 90 minutes. You know, if you think about it, goalkeepers are called into action usually when something is going wrong. So you can't be emotional about it, right? Like if your defender just like whiffs or falls on their butt, you're like everything inside you is like, what are you doing? But in that moment, you have to be as rational as possible. So For me, it was kind of learning how to kind of let your emotions aside and stay rational, make the best decisions possible, be calm, be confident. And it's really started to translate to my game.
0: I love that. I think that's great advice for younger keepers um, because it is hard to stay rational in those moments for any position. So I can't imagine how it is for you guys. Yeah. Um, Do you have any other tips? I feel like feet, technical, like mental size or anything else that you advice you give to younger keepers, things that they can work on to elevate their game, to stand out. Yeah.
1: Um, I would say just bravery, confidence, and um, being vocal, communicating. I think that is a massive skill that's overlooked. Um, and also something that um, I would say is my strength that I bring to the game. Like I'm kind of, especially since the spirit is a younger team, I'm kind of coaching everyone around yeah. and that helps them, but it also helps me stay focused and present. Um, So I think that's huge. Like get to know your defenders, get to know their strengths and weaknesses. Do they, you know, like the ball to their left, right foot? Like that one's pretty obvious. Um, But different things like that, uh, I try to play to my teenage strengths. Like we've got Trinity Rodman up top who is fast as lightning. So, you know, in the beginning of the season, I'm like, Hey, like, where do you want the ball on attacking transition? And she explained to me that she like likes to keep inside and then like peel out. So things like that, just like little um, little nuggets that you can take, just knowing your teammates, being vocal, organizing. It makes your job a lot easier.
3: I'm so happy you brought that up because I feel like, growing up some keepers even like especially on games that we were winning by a lot they just feel so bored and they feel like they're not playing a role in the game but meanwhile they total keepers totally are you see the whole field you yeah. can see everything that's going on and the whole communication aspect is like so underrated and so hugely important so thank you for that reminder for all the keepers listening don't yeah. be afraid yeah. to be telling people what you see
1: Yeah. And I think a lot of, especially young keepers, like they're shy, they're afraid that they're saying the wrong thing. Um, But I encourage them just say it anyways, because then they know what you're thinking and you can have a conversation after. Like if anyone's ever watched my games, I'll get into little arguments with Emily Sonnet, but we'll talk it out. You know, there's sometimes I'll ask her to do something and she's like, no, you know, that's not, how I should defend. And I'm like, great. Okay. Good to know, you know, Um, like the
3: communication. That's how you know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. But if you don't say anything, everyone just kind of in limbo. So it's really helpful to be authoritative, confident. It'll help your teammates out.
0: Yeah. How do you, how do you deal with that? If you're disagreeing with a defender as a keeper, Wait till I have, like talk it out after the game as well. Like are there things and then you then practice together at practice, like at training or, or um not
1: so much. <laughs> <laughs> um I'll cut a lot of film and I'll like send it to my defenders and be like, oh, so yeah. here, like I was dropping for you to pass the ball back to me, but they were wanting me to come get it. Like things like that, um, where there's maybe some disagreements of where they think I should be positioned, vice versa, but um really at the end of the day like you kind of got to go with your keeper like because mm-hmm. you're what we're saying you see the whole field you're yeah. in charge so um you know no one should really be calling the ball for the keeper that's a pet peeve of mine like keeper it's like <laughs> ah I didn't say that <laughs> um but but yeah video helps I know that's that's not too helpful for young kids even though everything nowadays <laughs> so maybe but um but yeah I try to address what I can like in the moment um whether that be if the ball's out of balance, like quick let's get on the same page um or at halftime or at the end of the game if there's still a disagreement we'll sit down and watch video together and can have more of an objective look at the play
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, because it really is a partnership. You guys work so much together, so it is important for defenders listening too to understand that the keeper sees so much more. So take their advice, definitely.
1: <laughs> yes, but, I mean they can question us, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but keepers are always right. No, are right.
0: <laughs> we should put that on T-shirt. I think. <laughs> what about um, off the field? Do you have any passions that you're interested in besides soccer?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love being outdoors. I love hiking, stand-up paddleboarding, all the things. I've recently gotten into pickleball a little bit, um, nice. but I have to keep it low key, especially during season. Um, yeah. So nowadays, just pickleball part. right. It's actually not that it doesn't require much movement. I was yeah. thinking, it just, it would, yeah, sense. when you're close up. It right. more it's more like actually you're probably really good at it yeah. <laughs> I <have a laughs> because funny story of your hand like skills the first time I went to play it was, I was with like these older ladies and they were teaching me how and I get up to the net I think or they call it the kitchen the kitchen right so I'm up in the kitchen and one of the ladies like smashes it at me and I like turn and do like a block and she's like oh, <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> I just started laughing I'm like sorry it's like reflex you, you know try- instead of having the paddle I'm like trying to save it <laughs> with my body so I'd explain that's
2: amazing okay
1: I'm not hurt like <laughs> and that was of- the last time you ever
2: played <laughs> it, it was actually. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um but yeah I love being outdoors as much as I can um and I'm also working on my MBA so I'm pretty busy with grad school but
3: well,
1: I would love is- to be involved in NWSL ownership or the front office in some capacity in the future, because I think we need more women in leadership roles. So that's a plan.
0: I love it. That's awesome. And I think that leads into our next question. Our last question. What, what is the legacy you want to leave on the field? What do you want to be remembered for? and, And kind of how do you want that to translate to the next generation of players?
1: That's a tough one. Um, I haven't thought about that too much, you know, cause I hope I don't retire anytime soon. In a long,
0: long time.
1: <laughs> right, right. Um, I just hope that people remember the way that I treat them, whether that be kids that I coach, fans I interact with, um, my teammates, like I try to be the one who brings birthday, um, birthday cookies, birthday treats, whatever, whosever birthday it is and try to appreciate the staff. Like there's so much that goes into um, our soccer clubs. Like it's not just the 11 players on the field. It's the support staff, the whole one through 26. And then even outside of that, there's players that come and train with us. There's guys that we try to get to bring in to increase the speed of play. So there's just so much that goes into making a team successful and, um, Yeah, I I try to be grateful every day um, that I get to play soccer for a living. It's the best job in the world. I absolutely love it. And, um, yeah, I think it goes a long way, just the way you treat your teammates. And I try to bring the best out of everyone. And that's really, you know, the most important thing. If if everyone can do that, like you're going to be successful, you're going to win, and everyone's going to have a lot of fun.
3: I Love know. that so much. Has anyone ever told you that you have Carly Lloyd mannerisms? Like you sound no. like her, and you sound like her to me. And like just the way that you talk and present yourself, like I feel like I'm talking to Carly Lloyd. I don't know, Shannon and Alana, if you get the same. No, definitely. I yeah. feel like you,
0: I feel like you think before you speak, which is a great mm-hmm. quality. To have. <laughs> Sometimes we babble, but it's nice. Uh, to really think things through.
1: I'm very reflective so sometimes that's good sometimes it's bad but yeah I mean like I said we're stuck with our thoughts back there in the goal so <laughs>
3: yeah awesome well okay so we're gonna dive into would you rather questions
1: all right
0: ready Chan? You. you can kick it off I hey, would you rather binge a really good show or a book a book yes. what kind of reading do you like
1: Um, nonfiction. I really like good stories, autobiographies. I finished The Glass Castle, which is really sad, but, um, I loved Andre Agassi's book, Open, um, Shoe Dog. Yeah. Memoirs. Just, I like real life stories. I love that. Would you rather spend the day at the gym
3: or on the field?
2: On the field for sure. Sweet or salty snacks? Both.
1: <laughs> like some pretzels and chocolate. I don't know. I feel like if I choose one or the other, then it's like, oh, I wish I would have chosen that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, would you rather have iced coffee or hot coffee? Hot. I drink iced coffee too fast, so I got to slow myself down.
0: uh beep test or time mile?
1: Mm. Luckily, I get out of fitness tests a lot. I was just going to ask, ask
0: you, what does your fitness test look like?
1: None. I haven't done one in nice. ages. Lucky duck, <laughs> and I'll let you in on a little U.S. national team secret. We haven't done the beep test in its entirety in a long time. so wow. They'll yeah. like post videos, you know, of like us on the line to the beep test, but we usually do it as a sub max, so only the first like twenty levels. I love that. that so nice. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the last time that they've gone. You know, like. Kelly O'Hara days, like she's still running level 65. <laughs> you know, the beep test is over. <laughs> she's still on the line. Um, yeah. That's funny.
2: That's very interesting, but makes sense because right. there's no reason. Well,
1: to- our camps are so short. Yeah. Like, they don't want to kill us on
3: day yeah. one. Yeah. You guys are already so fit. You yeah. might as well just get to playing. If you're
1: not fit, like, you're not here. So yeah, there's really exactly. no, like, We've got to weed them out. Like, (laughs) exactly. Everyone here is fit. I'll tell you that.
2: (laughs) Yep. Would you rather Instagram or TikTok? Uh, Instagram. I'm not on TikTok. And last question What is your biggest, I guess we could say,
1: goalie problem? Ooh, man, there's so many. I think just ripping our bodies up. Like, I have to wear full on (laughs) um, compression tops and leggings. To avoid getting, you know, bloody knees and elbows. But even my leggings, I go through like a pair a week because they're just being wow. ripped from yeah. the
3: crowd. I can't even imagine on turf like you're like yeah, ripping turf. your skin apart.
1: Yeah, um, picking turf beads like out of my hair in the shower—that's fun. <laughs> um,
3: <laughs> they're everywhere.
2: It must just be hot all of the time too. Like I saw a clip of Britney Wilson lifting with her team, but they're all in like tanks and shorts. And she literally had full leggings on and oh. a long because they must've they must come right from oh. the, or whatever. She's like, I'm sweating balls in here.
1: <laughs> comfortable. But- yeah. I'll, I'll usually change and put on a tank if I can, but yeah, definitely hot. I am one to, you know, put the water over my head, mm-hmm. but you know, what's funny is I find that most keepers don't drink water. Like I'm really the only, one so if you guys you do some research um of, what I think that alyssa said she doesn't like the way it like feels in her stomach i want so a <laughs> every time she like takes a drink like i'll take a little jab like oh yes <laughs> that's how they Isn't are right? <laughs>
2: i'll like they'll like get like the huge gallon ass water bottles and i'll get like the little mini one they're like good job they're, like there you go
0: We'll like panic at the airport for the lack of water and Alana's just like
3: Right. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I'll be fine for the next 12 hours.
0: <laughs> That's so interesting. Thank you, Aubrey. A
1: nice big win tonight. Yeah. Yes. Fingers crossed. Yes. Yes, yes.
0: All right. Have a great day. Good luck. You
1: Bye. Bye.